Do not work for food that perishes, but for the food that endures unto eternal life, Jesus tells us in our gospel today. Our gospel takes place immediately after the multiplication, the miraculous multiplication of the loaves at the beginning of John 6. And a massive crowd of people is looking for Jesus because they just saw a tremendous miracle where he multiplied a few loaves to feed over 5,000 people. Yet that was yesterday, and this is today. They are hungry again. They want more physical food. Yet Jesus challenges them. He says, do not work for food that perishes, but for the food that endures for for eternal life. Jesus came to satisfy a deeper hunger than physical hunger. That's his message in our gospel today. You know, I'm always fascinated by this line of our Lord. Do not work for food that perishes. What do we work for? What gets us out of bed in the morning? What motivates us to to work? Is it success? Financial security? Maybe it's the respect of others, honor and notoriety. Maybe we we want to be physically healthy. We we want physical health and well-being. You know, very often honestly, it's human relationships. It's family and friends. All of the these things are good. Yet they're also perishable. The security of riches, it ends with this life. We can't take our bank account with us to the next. Human respect and honor is a fickle good to pursue. You know, I came across recently the quote from a sports writer, David Halberstam, who once wrote, he, quote, whom the tabloids first inflate, they eventually attempt to destroy or at least try to diminish. What that means is today's hero is tomorrow's scandal-ridden victim. Um, he who is honored and respected today is, is tomorrow's uh, detested uh, bad guy. Physical health is a good thing too, but it won't last forever. And even human relationships, family, by far the greatest good on that list. Even this is perishable. As fallen human beings, there is inevitably conflict and discord in human relationships. And even when this is avoided, what happens when a loved one passes away and we are seemingly left to carry on alone? Do not work for food that perishes, but for the food that endures for eternal life. This passage doesn't mean we aren't allowed to try and be physically healthy or financially secure. It certainly doesn't mean we aren't allowed to love our family and friends. Far from it. But it does mean we need to recognize that our ultimate happiness isn't found in this life, in this world. We are made for an infinite good which cannot be found in this finite world. And Christ knows this. That's why he's come into the world, that we might have eternal life abundant life, that we might be able to satiate this infinite hunger within us. So he tells us, work for that which satisfies the deeper hunger in the depths of our soul. We ought to work towards communion with God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. What does it mean to work for the food that which endures for eternal life? It means to recognize that our life is a journey with heaven as our destination. Anything that that detracts us from completing this journey, we ought to throw out. 
disregard. The things that help us along the way, prayer, the sacraments, charity and love towards others, we keep and cherish. Our life is a journey with a destination, and that destination is heaven. Let us work for the food which endures for eternal life. Let us seek to love God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit with all our heart and soul and our neighbor as ourselves. Let us seek after the food which endures unto eternal life and experience the happiness that we have been created for.